I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. Giving another quick update of my draft team. We had another win on the weekend. As I said, I wasn't expecting too many wins to kick off the season. I started with a lot of injured players, uh, including Victor Radley, Katoni Stag, Sivitalikai, Sean Bloor, a lot of guys that I've carried uh, in the hope of then coming back and doing good things. I think I just got a bit of value in them. And my hope was to sort of win two of my first five games. I've managed to win two of my first three. So whatever happens over the next few weeks, I'm fine with. Uh, slowly, these guys are coming back. Victor Radley was meant to return last week. Would have been great. He was ruled out late. A um, bit of a misfire there. But Victor apparently is returning this week with a couple of injuries. I actually think Victor now has more upside. I'm really excited to get him back into my side. I think he'll be really strong. Um, obviously, Andrew McCulloch has been named captain of the Dragons until Ben Hunt returns. So another um, another goal being kicked by my side. But on the weekend, uh, we had a pretty solid win. We scored 800 points. Uh, we VC'd Cody Walker. He came up with... Uh, 190 points there. We took the VC, so 190 points there. That was really helpful. Uh, Takiaho played huge minutes for 79 points. Jermaine Osako had an absolute blinder for 114. So a couple of big performances. Nathan Brown, 63. Matty Moylan got a 52. That was really handy. Um, Blake Laurie, Taniela Paseca, mid-40s. Andrew McCulloch, 53. Um, a couple of disappointments. Not disappointments, but Remus Smith, 29. I mean, if this is the worst I get out of Remus, uh, I'm pretty happy with that. Didn't score a try in a loss to Penrith, the best defensive side in the comp. So if Remus can score 29 against Penrith uh, with no real attacking stats, I can wear that. I think over the next few weeks, you'll also see him move to the wing, which I think will be better for him. He'll get a lot more points out of kick returns and whatnot. And outside of Branko, I think he'll get a lot more opportunities as well. And I think he'll be more of a kick target. So really excited for Remus Smith over the next few weeks. Um, obviously, you've all heard me talk about not having a halfback for the last few weeks. I ended up grabbing one last week. It was Tom and I'm going to talk about him in a podcast later today. So stay tuned for that one. Um, I think there's a lot of value in Tom Dearden right now. I think that um, there's a lot under the surface there, which I'm going to talk about later today. So stay tuned for that podcast. But he got a 22. Um, I sort of expected him to come on a little bit earlier than what he did in that Broncos game. I was a bit disappointed, but he scored a try. So he scored 22 points. So 
It didn't really decide my game in the end, but a little bonus there from Tommy Dearden. Uh, he's not been named in the 17 this week. He's on the extended bench, but he was last week as well. So I'm expecting Dearden to come in, but I'll touch more on him over the next couple of hours. Stay tuned for that. Uh, Luciano Leilua, disappointing 46 in a win for the Tigers. Uh, hopefully we can see him get back to his best, his offloading best. That's sort of what I picked him for. Heimel Hunt in a loss, 32. Once again, same as Remus Smith. If I can get, you know, 29 plus out of these guys in games that they lose and they get no attacking stats in, I can cop that. I know that if they score a try, I'm straight away looking at a you know, a 60-point game, which is what I want from my center wings. Uh, the other disappointment was Ruben Cotter obviously got injured during that game. Scored 37 still, which was a good knock, but went off injured. Not named this week as well. So he's probably the guy that I'll send to the chopping block this week. Um, scoring 800 points when I had Dearden, who played a couple of minutes, scored 22, and Ruben Cotter, who got injured. Pretty happy with that. Didn't score... A heap of tries this weekend. Obviously, Cody Walker had a big game. That was great. Osako scored another one. But outside of that, I don't think I scored any other tries. So you normally probably get more than that each week. Um, I haven't so far this season, but I'm sure as it goes on, I will. Got a couple of attacking strike weapons to come back. Still in, you know, Sivitalakai, Katoni Sag. So really excited about that. Um... I'm, I, there's a bit of mystery around Sivitalikai. I'm trying to get some mail there out of guys at Cronulla when he's going to return. They're saying about a month now, but he's deleted all of his social media. It's a bit hard to get a hold of Sifra at the moment. Katoni Staggs is returning mid-season off an ACL, of course, so he's sort of a long-term play for me. Sean Bloor, if anyone else has him, I spoke to him the other night. He said that he's looking at about round 9 or 10, so all the NRL apps and all that are saying round 7 to 8. I think some of them are even saying 6. It looks like it's going to be later than that. It looks like it's going to be round Around 9 to 10 for Sean Bloor. So keep an eye on that one. The guy versed, uh, relatively new to Supercoach, um, used his waiver this week on Jesse Bromwich, which I thought was a bit odd. He got 39 points. Uh, he actually got a, a little bit unlucky, to be fair. I mean, I won by 80 points. I had a couple of guys who got injured, but he had more than me, to be fair. He had Tom Eisenhuth, who got injured. So he only got 29. That's normally an automatic 45 to 50 when he's starting the back row. Um, he had Luke Keary, who got injured. He only scored 33. I don't think he would have scored that many more points if he stayed on the field, to be honest with you. But let's bump him up to 50 for the sake of it. Um, that would have closed the gap a little bit more. Peter Hiku carried an injury as well. He finished the game, but carried an injury. And Wade Graham and Katoa as well were both injured. So if all of these guys stayed on the field, I reckon I... And he, he could have quite easily dragged in the 90 points that I beat him by. So a little bit lucky there, but you've got to make your own luck in Supercoach, as you all know. Had a couple of injuries myself too. So um, he also had Lomax and Dufty, who absolutely lit it up for the Dragons. So after watching those two play, I thought I was in a bit of Barney rubble. But a couple more injuries to him, a couple of solid performances by guys like Osako in my side. Takiaho really put me overs for a win there. So I'm sitting currently with a two and one record. I was hoping for a two and three record by round five. So that's looking safe as houses. Hopefully I can jag another win or so. Uh, a couple of guys in the waiver wire that I think are interesting. I'm not sure who I'm going to end up with. I'm pretty low down the waiver wire this week, obviously. Um, but a couple of Cowboys have popped up. Now, Ben Hampton, he's a guy that I've always liked. He's never quite lived up to the expectations that I had of him. He's a guy that's floating around for me. He's center wing 5'8". It's more halfback that I need. So I have got Drew Hutchinson at the top of my list. I just think he's a guy worth holding on to for the next few weeks. I highly doubt he's going to get to me. Dual position 5'8", halfback. I'm sure there's a lot of guys that will dive all over him. I'm hoping that maybe... 
People think, oh, because Lachlan Lamb's got to come back, Hutcho won't hold that spot. He might drop to me, but I highly doubt it. Uh, ben Hampton and Ben Condon are two other guys I'm looking at. Ben Condon's an interesting one. If he plays 80 minutes up at the Cowboys, um, I think he can be quite a good little pickup for people in draft leagues. He's a really tall frame. He's got a really handy offload, a high attacking ceiling there. Uh, just an awkward sort of body to handle, and he, he runs hard as well. So Ben Condon, he's definitely one to keep an eye on. Uh, ben Hampton, he's a bit of a wild card, obviously center wing, 5'8". Um, I'm not sure which order I'm going to put these guys in for the waiver. Of course, this is uh, Tuesday night, so I've got to put my waivers in tonight. But I'm, I'm going to go with those three in some order. I've got to work that out later tonight how I'm going to do it, but... I'll still be keeping Tommy Deard, and I'll talk about him over the next few days. Ruben Cotter's probably the guy that I'll be letting go. Uh, Just Hooker, and I was sort of hoping that we might see him grab the nine jersey over the next few weeks. I sort of took a bit of a punt on that, bit of a uh, gamble on my bench. But I do have Radley and McCulloch, so I was sort of hoping Cotter got that nine jersey. He might be a bit of trade bait. Uh, I'm going to let Cotter go now, and I'm going to either go with Hutchinson, Hampton, or Condon. If I get any of them, I'd say I'd definitely get one of them. Condon, I think he's got high-end ability, but I'm not sure if he's going to be better than the back rowers that I've currently got, to be honest with you. So, um, yeah, be an interesting pick. The other thing about Condon, if I get him, it means that um, I'm going to have to run with only 12 players, which isn't ideal, um, pending whether Tom Dearden plays. But until he gets that starting spot, it's going to mean I'm going to have 12. So, it would sort of mean sacrificing the next few weeks, which... Wouldn't be terrible, but um, yeah, I sort of want to have 13, to be honest with you. If I was to get Benny Hampton or Drew Hutchinson, that'd be perfect. Um, I could play one of the, I could play Hampton in the center wings. I could play Hutchinson at halfback. And I'd go from having no halfbacks, having Hutchinson and Dearden, and just see how it plays out. As, as I said, I'll talk about Dearden later today, explain my thinking there. I think that there's a bit of value there, but we'll see how we go. I'll let you know at some point tomorrow too how my waiver wire goes, which of these guys I get. Had a quick look through it, and I think these are probably the best options. Montoya, he's another guy to have a look at. Um, spoke to Peter O'Sullivan a few months ago during their preseason. He reckons Montoya is absolutely flying. Scored a good try the other week in Queensland Cup as well, so he could be one to keep an eye on. I, have, I haven't actually had a deep dive into his stats. I'm not that confident on him that I'm going to bring him in, but if you're in a deep league, you're desperate for a centre wing, I you could probably do worse than to grab Montoya, to be honest with you. But have a look at his stats and make your own decisions. Um, I think I play Johnny this weekend. Johnny's got a pretty handy side. So um, a bit of competition there again. Actually, not sure where Johnny's sitting on the ladder, but some of his key players, I'll have a look at them now. Um, so he's got, obviously, Abby Curacao. So he's missing a little advantage for me. But he has got Mitch Kenny. So you probably lose a little, but not too much. Uh, Daniel Saifidi, Adam Fanua, Blake, massive. Those two. He's got David Fafita as well, who's been on fire. Uh, Paddy Garrigan. Britton Acora is out, thankfully. He's the fellow holding Jack DeBellin as well. So interesting to see how that plays out over the next few months. He's got Piercy, Brody Croft. Um, so... Neither of those two overly worry me. Josh Morris in the center wings uh, scored a try last week, 42. Interesting to see how the Roosters go this week. A bit of a uh, wait and see. Ravalawa, Mulatalo, Pompey, Kyle Felton, Clint Gutherson. Yeah, so he's got a got a couple of guns there. Obviously, Gutho, uh, David Fafita, Adam Fanua Blake, and Daniel Saifidi worrying me. Uh, Sort of comes down to Gutho, I think. I mean, this week I'm pretty lucky. I've got Cody Walker. Obviously, he'll be my VC against Canterbury. I'm expecting South Sydney to put a real cricket score on them. So hopefully Cody Walker, he can ton up there. That'll be sensational. Made my life very easy. Uh, If he doesn't, I'm going to have to start looking at some other riskier captain options. I'm not really sure 
which direction I'd go. To be perfectly honest with you, I'm going to have to look at all my matchups. Uh, Nathan Brown, he probably goes down a little bit this week off the back of Isaiah Papali'i returning to the bench, so that probably hurts him. Um, Isako playing Melbourne is a miss for me. Uh, so it's going to be pretty tough. I'm going to have to see how this one plays out. Fingers crossed, though, uh, Cody Walker goes big, and it's a decision that I don't have to make. I would love to see it get taken out of my hands and see Walker deliver for me again. That's why I picked him one overall. I think he's going to have a massive season, and the South Sydney Roadways, they look terrifying. Very, very excited with my Cody Walker pick. They're a real value guy for me in round one. Uh, so I'll let you know tomorrow how my waivers go. I'll let you know what I'm thinking with Tommy Dearden as well. So stay tuned for that. Not tomorrow, so over the next few hours when you're listening so stay tuned at some point today we'll talk about Tommy Dean and I'll tell you about my waiver wires mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 